Welcome to the Positive Pants Podcast. Mindset, motivation, and inspiration to help you find your positive pants. It's time to let go of negative thinking, understand why you do what you do, and stop the self-sabotage with your host, Fran Excel. Welcome to the show. As always, it's Fran Excel, your resident subconscious success mentor, helping you find your very own pair of positive pants so you can get out of your own way and live a life that you love. If you want to stop self-sabotaging your own success and let go of the stress, then you are in the right place, my friend. Make sure you download your free Stressed to Success guided meditation at bit.ly forward slash stress to success as my little gift to you just for being here. Please do subscribe, share and review. It really, really helps people that need to hear this message find us and I so appreciate it. In the show notes, you'll also find details of how you can work with me and where you can get your mitts on my meditations, products, printables, programs. You can find it through the link in my bio on Instagram, which is my favorite place to hang out. So please do come join me over there at I'm Fran Excel. Tag me in your takeaways, slide into my DMs. I'm here for it. So that's the formalities over my love. So let's jump to the content. How do you handle it when you feel like you've been disrespected by a client, a potential client, a colleague? We're talking about this in kind of in a business sense today, business slash work sense. Like, how do you tend to handle it? It unfortunately happens a lot in business. And when you are your business in particular, it can feel very personal and it can escalate very quickly. So this past week, I've actually been helping a fair few people with how to handle conversations with people who have disrespected them in some way, some big, some small. With permission, I'm going to talk about a specific example from one of my glorious clients from the mentorship. So as part of the mentorship, we have both a telegram group for quick answers to things and pep talk support, that sort of thing, with all of us mentors in there. And we have a private Facebook group. And in the Facebook group, people can post sales pages, copy, ideas, anything where they kind of want direct feedback from us in the group. So one of my lovely mentees popped in. And I'll tell you the story and you can try to apply it to your own business or situation. But this glorious client posted a message she wanted to send to a client who she felt had been disrespectful. This this situation had been going on for a little while, but she wanted to sense check it before it went out. So she is an incredible wedding photographer. And a client had booked a shoot back in April and had she'd held the June slot for them and had been chasing payments. So the father of the groom was managing the booking and was, shall we say not the most helpful perhaps. She had a standard payment terms of a deposit followed by the rest of the payment due four weeks before the big day. And he gets to five weeks before and still no payment. So she sends the invoice and he's like, hang on a minute, I don't want to pay it all in one go. And she goes back and is totally reasonable, explains the terms, which were very, very standard for the industry. And he's actually really accommodating and says she's happy to split it in two if need be, but, but those are the terms. And he doesn't come back to her for a bit. So at this point, she's pretty annoyed and feeling disrespected and really doesn't want to do the job anymore. The spidey senses were tingling. We all get that, don't we? Where you have a spidey sense about a particular client. You think, actually, oh, this this could be a bit of a nightmare. Nobody wants to work with a client where there's any kind of resentment or anything like that. It really feels like you're trying to push water uphill. 
So she posts her message that she wants to send to essentially say she's going to have to release the date. But this is where, because she's coming from a place where it's a bit raw and emotional, this is where it's really easy to let emotion spill into the message. And inevitably, the annoyance can come through in the tone of the message too. So it's unbelievable how much undertone can come across simply through your language. And sometimes all this does is help and serve to escalate the issue. You know, you can end up in a bit of a battle with someone or you're disgruntled, they're disgruntled, and it's just a bit messy. Or it might give people fodder for call outposts, and it's just not worth it. Either way. <laughs> so there's a particular way of communicating in these moments where you get to release the emotion and not let it fester and linger, to take back the power in the situation and be really clear as to why you aren't accepting the behaviour. So it just can't be argued with. Now, I am a big believer And if you have to have a difficult conversation, it is far better to try and do it over the phone or in person, if possible, because it is much easier to see the real intention behind the words. You'll be able to match someone's body language to their tonality. You're not going to create more stories around it. It is a lot easier and better all round. However, sometimes an email or a message is just what's required in that situation. So we took her original message. And just tweaked it slightly in terms of the language where it went from being able to read the anger in the room and the emotion, you know, to something that was saying the same thing, but it was professional, clear, direct, and there was no room to argue. So the emotion was taken out of it and she could firmly and politely stand in her boundaries of what is and isn't acceptable for her as a professional and how she will and won't be treated. And the best bit in this is it is far easier to move on because what happens? You send a bit of an angry message and then I nearly swore there and I didn't want to tag the, uh, (laughs) I didn't want to tag the explicit content. (laughs) So I caught myself. So you want to be able to move on. You don't want, if you send that message, you're going to be waiting for one to come back. And it's just going to be festering in your noggin while you're going about your day. It's just no fun. So I have a few tips that can make this a little easier for you because it's going to happen at some point. And hopefully it's going to give you a better outcome and leave you without the lingering feelings of anger and resentment. Because I see too many small business owners get taken advantage of by customers and clients because we've kind of been trained as a society that if we get angry with someone then we get what we want, yeah? And it's not their fault or anything along those lines, but it is unfortunately how we've been trained as a society, yeah? So you can't stop it happening, unfortunately, but you can choose a different action to have a different outcome. So this one is especially hard for my Enneagram 2s out there and my people pleasers. So I hope this is helpful for you because it will come up at some point in your business. And it might even be before you start working with somebody. It might be that those spidey senses are tingling and you're thinking, oh, I want the money, but this person's going to be a nightmare. If you think that, even for a second, they're going to be a nightmare. I promise you. (laughs) So it might be someone not respecting your payment terms or your working hours, or the weekend, or not showing up to calls. That's a really big one. Not showing up and go, oh, sorry, I forgot. Not okay. 
So if you're the person that has done this before, please think about this before you do it again. You know, so we need to put some boundaries in place. Firstly, it's not always best to bend over backwards to please someone else if they aren't respecting you or your time. I think it's great to put the, you know, to put the client first and all of those things. But the phrase of the customer is always right. I don't actually agree with. I don't. So because this is where we end up with nightmare clients, right? Clients who demand the moon on a stick. If they're prepared to do it once, they will do it again. So it's not always best to bend over backwards to try and please somebody else. You can do things, of course, to make a situation better, but there needs to be like a middle ground. It needs to be something that you're also happy with. Yeah, I do things like that all the time. If something doesn't work for someone, I'm happy to kind of negotiate on those sorts of things, but it has to work for me too. Yeah, because, and you have to set that boundary out at the beginning. Yeah, and one of the things that I do when I work with anyone is to make it super clear from the get-go where the boundaries are, are in terms of when I work and when I answer their messages and when I don't. I make sure everyone is on the same page because it leaves no room to trample on boundaries because it then becomes very easy to reiterate those boundaries if they do try to push it. So we agreed right at the beginning, this is how it works. I just want to remind you of that conversation. Um, so I will come back to you at this time. Yeah. Another one, try to realize it's really not personal. It may feel like it, but nine times out of 10 is absolutely not. Just like I was saying earlier, we really have been trained as a society that if you get angry, <laughs> then you will get what you want. Yeah. Another thing that is super helpful in these moments to take the emotion out is to try and see that person behaving not so well as a walking ego. This is where my empathy over anger practice comes in because being able to look at a person and their behavior and think, ah, oh, wonder what happened to them for them to think that this behavior is okay, that this is how you treat people. Because bad behavior towards other people is usually a protection mechanism which means they've had to learn that through an experience that probably wasn't so nice, or it's something that they've learned from someone close to them. Either way, I can find compassion for that, right? And then it takes, it, it takes that, it allows you to have that zoom out moment where you're not making it about you and you're able to take the emotion out so you're not going to send the angry message or the call out post or all of these sorts of things. So same thing for sense checking your own message. If you read it back, what do you see in the subtext? Like from your words, what are you wanting them to feel from that? And is it going to be helpful to you in the long run? Yeah. So that's a super helpful handy tip. Next one is don't get to the point where you're willing to trample on your own boundaries because there's cash on the table. This is a big one. I'm always talking about please don't start your business from a space of scarcity. It doesn't help you. It doesn't help anyone. It's going to get in your way. Yeah. So don't come at it from a, from a place of, I need the money. Yeah. My amazing client could have bent over backwards and ended up doing the work and potentially not being paid because he didn't stick to her payment terms. And if he's behaving like that beforehand, he's probably already got form, right? So she did the right thing. She cut it off. There's all manner of things that can happen 
in that scenario that doesn't leave you in a great position. And then you've got to ask yourself, how will it feel to work with this person? And be honest with yourself. When you're thinking, what outcome do I want from this? Like how, if, if, if that meant that they're like, oh, okay, I'll pay it. Do you actually still want to work with this person? How would that feel? Just be really, really honest with yourself. Is it just about the money? Next one is ask yourself, what are the stories underneath my thoughts and feelings right now? So helpful to do. So few of us do it. It might look like, oh, I'm feeling angry and frustrated right now. Or it's reminded me of a time when I was at school where I felt really similar and I felt that someone disrespected me. Or it's triggered a parental wound. Yeah. Ask yourself if you're really reacting to what is right in front of you. Bye, Milo. (laughs) If you're really reacting to what is in front of you right now or something from your past. Yeah. And remember, you do not want nightmare clients. You do not want them. You do not want them. You will be able to spot them in the way that they communicate with you. How do you feel in your body when they message or speak to you? Are your spidey senses tingling? This is a difficult one for a lot of people because we've we've disconnected ourselves from our bodies. So I really invite you to, when you're going about your day, just start trying to tune in and start to notice those subtle cues because your body is communicating with you all the time, all the time, to give you hints as to what is the right thing to do for you. So are your spidey senses tingling? And the biggest tip is to take a hot minute to walk away and come back to it. When the sympathetic response is activated, it shuts off your prefrontal cortex in your brain, which you need for conscious, rational thought, decision making and choice. So go regulate yourself by taking a walk, belt out a power ballad, breathing technique. You know, all of the the kind of things that I have in the Positive Pants Toolkits is exactly for these kind of moments. So whatever is your favourite way to regulate your emotions. Then take the emotion out of the message. Make sure it's coming from a balanced and professional, boundaried place. Emotion usually means escalation. I mean, I sometimes think about this. I I often think about this. Can you imagine a world full of emotionally regulated people? Now we know that emotions drive our behaviour, our triggers, our emotions. It all drives our behaviour. Oh my goodness, how different situations would turn out, right? The dream. (laughs) Remember, you are a business or you are the business of you, your brand you if you're working in corporate. And just because it might be just you in that moment in your business or at work, it doesn't mean you deserve any less respect. You get to fire your clients and you get to say no to their business. Be professional and stand in your boundaries. So I really hope that this has been helpful because it happens all too much in the business world. So hope it was helpful. So if you got value from this and you know in your gut that now is the time to step up and start rewiring your thinking and start changing things for yourself, then join the Positive Pants Toolkit app and community so you can work out what needs to happen 
to get you from where you're at right now to the action-taking success you know you can be. And if you want my eyes and ears on your problems, then I work with people one-on-one and through my programs. You can find all the details to join the toolkit or book in a call in the show notes, the link in my bio and Instagram, and on my website, franexcel.com. So stop waiting for if and when and choose to change things now because you can. I'm here to believe in you when you don't believe in yourself. And as always, I hope you found this helpful and I'll see you next week. Bye.